Good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome. I know it's a surprise. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> oh, that's the word right there. Surprise, mighty God. Um, I have been summoned this morning to come and do the podcast today. Um, it's not going to um, replace the podcast that we do every Friday. Um, this is something that the Lord specifically has um, summons me to do um, this morning. He wants me to come on and um, just release, give a prophetic release. Um, that's not something that I normally do here, even though a lot of times the prophetic does flow um, through the podcast content, through the episodes um, and that is always just Holy Spirit, amen, because I just yield myself in the podcast to, to Holy Spirit, to the Lord, to have their way. This is not my podcast. I am just the steward of it. It is unto the Lord, amen, and everything we do should be unto the Lord, so um, I just let the Lord have his way, but today I have a particular assignment, and it comes as a surprise. It's unexpected, um, so expect the unexpected, expect surprises today. Um, and that's really like right now, that's something right now that the Lord just spoke right now. Um, today is August 1st. Today, um, eight is new beginnings, right? We understand that seven is completion, is the completion of all things, right? And so a lot of times when we see seven, we understand that there is something that God has been completing, right? God has been completing the process. God has been completing your the season of suffering or the season of wilderness or whatever you've been dealing with, right? There has to ha there had to be a moment of completion. And so I know that the Lord has been speaking expressively. I know he's been speaking to me and I've seen that he's been that he's been speaking to a lot of people um and just giving a lot of unprophetic words over your life, kind of just giving you more insight into your destiny, to your purpose, giving you direction, right? Um, he's been speaking a lot um about what he is about to do confirming promises over our lives and i know a lot of times when we receive words like that and i'm guilty as well we kind of assume that it's like a right now like in that moment that day um but you know that is something that we we cannot assume because unless god give us a specific time frame or date we can never assume when god is going to do what he's going to do even um Jesus told that his disciples that no one knows that they are the hour when he's going to return. So there are some things that God tells us, but we won't know when he's going to do it. Sometimes until he just does it, right? Or sometimes he will, you know, as it's about to happen, he'll begin to give us signs. And so um, I know for me, I've been very, you know, anxious, honestly. And I've had some um, moments of disappointment over this past month in particular because the Lord had just been reconfirming a lot of the words that he has spoken over my life. And um, I was expecting to see it, right? Um, down to a date, you know, there was a particular date that I was really had a lot of expectation about because I assumed when I kept seeing the number 727, um, because I sent, I kept seeing them so much and just the number 27 period, I see it all the time, all the time. And no, you know, I don't indulge in numerology. I don't do know anything about that. I don't, you know, deal in numbers in that way, but God uses numbers. Numbers are um, prophetic. Numbers are biblical, right? Um, and so when God is speaking, he's going to speak to us in ways that gets our attention. And because God knows that, you know, when he speaks to me, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to go research, right? And in the research, he begins to reveal the message. So it's not the number itself. 
um, sometimes the number itself has meaning, but sometimes I stumble across the 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 purpose of him giving me that number in my research and right. So, you know, we just have to learn how God speaks to us. But um, just to say that, you know, in, in July, there was just so many things spoken and he didn't just speak certain things to me. There were reoccurring words that I had no idea that he was speaking to other people. And so I'll get into those things in a minute, but there is a particular word he wants to, for, he wants me to release. So I'm going to make sure that I release that word first, and then I will go ahead and release anything else I feel in my spirit to release. Um, but I want to welcome you all to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, where we are redefining a woman's worth. I am your host, Janelle Renee, and I want to welcome each and every person that comes into the room today, into the live, or if you listen to the replay, I just um, am praying that you are sent by the Lord, that the Lord really sent you to listen because this is a particular word for people right and this is going to be for particular people and and it's a word for the people um so it's a two-part word but um you always want to be led especially when anything is prophetic i know we see the word prophetic and we get excited and we just want to you know just hear you know the prophetic but please be led by the lord and even if you come and you listen and you hear and it resonates with you go back to god take me back to God, take the word back to God, ask him, is it for you? Is, you know, what's his word for you, you know, and ask him to confirm it for you personally, um, because every word is not for everybody. And we, we like to just hold on to words and, and, and grab words because they sound good, right? Um, and I just don't want nobody to be misled. This is not what this is about. I personally do not even like to publicly, um, <laughs> I don't, like to publicly come with words prophetic words like i i do release prophetic words to my close friends you know people that are close to me people around me or of course if the lord tell me to go tell a specific person something but i like to be more behind the scenes if you will right i'm a more behind the scenes i don't need to be in the front I don't need a platform. I don't need to get on social media or anything like that and just constantly give prophetic words. That's not what I want. That's not my heart. You know, I just let the Lord use me. Um, but today, you know, this is a season, mighty God, here's, okay. This is a season of coming out. This is a season of coming out. There's a lot of people who God has been processing in secret, right? You've been behind the veil. <clears throat> And you have gifts, right? You have an anointing, you have a calling and God has been really perfecting your gift. He's been, you know, really um, processing you in your calling and preparing you for your calling. He's really been, you know, getting you acclimated and, and you know, really bringing a oneness with you and your anointing. And so a lot of times when we are being processed, the Lord will do it in secret. And he does that for our protection, right? Because the enemy doesn't know everything. And he, he doesn't have the ability to be everywhere at, at all the time like God does. He's not omniscient. He's not omnipresent. Um, So he doesn't know everything. So a lot of times God will, you know, do things behind the veil or in secret in order to keep the enemy from um really gaining access to know what he is doing. Now, the enemy may have an idea that you are somebody important, right? He may have an idea that there is something about you. He may even have an idea that you have an anointing um, and that, or that you're even chosen. 
but he does not have the fullness right of who you are he doesn't know your entire story he doesn't know everything that god has placed on your life and so what the enemy will try to do is he will try to eavesdrop with monitoring spirits he will send people in your life that you think is a friend that you think is a um, significant other you know a, a co-worker you know employer you know a business partner come on somebody a ministry a pastor he will send someone in your life and that he will use them as a monitoring spirit and they may not even know that they have a monitoring spirit because everybody does not or sometimes he just sends monitoring spirits because they are unseen spirit beings right and so if you're not um, if you haven't cultivated your gift of the designing of spirits, why the Bible says we are to, you know, desire all the gifts of the spirit and we can ask, right? Um, if we're, if we have a gift that is not as, um, as, as, um, strong, right? If there's a gift that you're not as strong and you can ask him for it. Um, however, if you're not able to discern the spirits in the environment, you may not realize that you have a monitoring spirit that has been following you around, or sometimes it will be a familiar spirit where there is a spirit that is familiar familiar with your bloodline. They're familiar with your, your generations. They're familiar with your family. So they just travel through the bloodline from generation to generation. And what they're doing is they're just monitoring. They're keeping track. They're looking at what you're doing they're looking and they're going back to report to to their um to their whoever they're reporting to right and what and then also what these monitoring spirits and familiar spirits will do is um because the kingdom of darkness has a destiny for us in the same way that god has a destiny for us right and the kingdom of darkness destiny they want to basically counteract right or superimpose their demonic destiny their destiny of destruction in our life and not allow the destiny that god has for us to come to, to come to pass right but the devil is a liar and what they'll do is they'll if we are not careful and have not you know allow god to reveal certain things to us there are certain doors that may be open in your bloodline that's where you might hear the term generational curse so there may be some things that happened in your bloodline way before you were born, maybe, you know, generations, right? But if no one has ever stopped the cycle, if no one has ever closed the door, it perpetuates. So then the enemy, they have curses that and time release curses, or they have, you know, certain things that they want to bring into your life. Certain times they want to bring affliction. Certain times they want to bring suffering. Certain times they want to bring sickness. And so they have it like on a calendar because God has a calendar so we have to know that satan is doing nothing but mimicking god right he wants to be god and so he mimics what god is doing in heaven so he tries to take what god does and he tries to use it for his demonic bidding so the same way god has a calendar for us god has a calendar the hebrew calendar is god's calendar and god has a calendar for our personal life there are just moments in our life where there is a kairos moment there's an appointed time where god has already predestined for us to step into something for us to you know call you know step into our calling for us to you know do something you know that he designed that is good because jeremiah 29 11 tell us that the that he, he knows the plans for us and it's for a hope in the future and not for destruction or for harm but to bring us to an expected end and because jesus he is the author and finisher of our faith god knows the beginning from the end so he knows everything about us and there is a calendar that he keeps there's a record there's a book about us in heaven that there are certain 
times in our life where God is, you know, releasing things or we're, we're going to come into that prophetic word. We're going to come into that answer prayer. We're going to come into that destiny that he has for us. Well, the enemy, you know, likewise is also trying to superimpose his demonic agenda. And in doing that, he'll, you know, have monitoring spirits looking to see, to monitor that whatever the demonic agenda that he has planned for us is actually working so they're looking to make sure you're suffering they're looking to make sure you're poor and you're in lack they're looking to make sure you know you're, you're barren and you're not having children they're looking to make sure you know you're not married or if you're married is you know you're on the brink of divorce or you're miserable you know they're looking to track to see whatever demonic assignment that they have unleashed against you is taking place so there's two reasons why they're monitoring right they're trying to see what's going on you know and trying to gain information so they can go and create a counterattack but no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen. And then they're also trying to ensure that their demonic agenda is actually working. And so in that, you know, we have to really be aware, right? We really have to be aware of our surroundings and aware of people and places and things, right? Praying about all things. So that's why you really don't even want to be hopping on everybody's prophetic channel or podcast or YouTube channel or Facebook live or for everybody's prophetic conference and, you know, prophetic this and that and a third because you not you have to discern what's the spirit right people can give accurate words out of a familiar spirit because like i just said what a familiar spirit has done a familiar spirit has gone and monitored and so they are able to gain access from this familiar spirit of information about you and you think that they have this great a prophetic gift and no they're actually getting this stolen information from a familiar spirit so you don't want to just hop on anybody's prophetic anything. You want God to send you there. I don't care what the word is because trust and believe. Even if the word that they're releasing is a word for you, God himself will reveal that to you or he will send you someone who truly is a person that he has sent from his, by his spirit. So don't worry, beloved. Do not worry if you feel like you, you're missing out. You're not. God is too good. He's too sovereign. He doesn't need a person to get a word to you. He can use any and any and all things. And so I want you to be encouraged today um, to make sure that you're not being um, overly zealous or lusting after the prophetic, right? Because God, the prophetic is not to be come an idol that's what a lot of us do we turn the prophetic into an idol so for me um because i know all of these things and because i see the that the way the world uh that we're in right now everybody says they're a prophet everybody is prophetess and prophet this and that and the third so what that has done for me is deter me from actually walking in my gift um, I've always had the gift that I had, even when I never knew what a prophet was. Um, when I had no, when I never heard of the, uh, the prophetic, I didn't grow up in church. I didn't grow up in a charismatic church, right? I didn't know such things about as gifts and prophetic gifts and all these, um, you know, evangelists and, you know, uh, apostolic gifts and all of these other things and the a teacher and, you know, all, all I knew about was a pastor, right? I, I had no idea, but even before I even knew what it was i was flowing in it unknowingly like it was effortless it was something that would just happen and the things would come to pass um but because i just be saying to myself lord i don't want to be lumped in a category with some of these people or we already have an overly saturated you know um 
platforms with people giving prophetic releases every second and i'm just like lord i this i don't want i don't want to do it and so the lord really has been processing and preparing me behind the scenes and i know he's been doing a lot for you and see the ones that god uses the ones god like to use is the ones who do not want the platform who are not seeking the influence who is not seeking the success but truly you just love god and you just want to serve god right and you just want God to use you. You're like, Lord, whatever you're doing, use me. I'll go. And what that what God does is in the processing and behind the scenes, right? And behind the veil, he is checking your heart, right? He's testing your heart. He's testing your motives. He's wanting to see, you know, can he trust you? Because God has sent others out who started off well and somewhere along the way they veered off to the left or to the right. And so what God is doing has been doing, and yes, I know for many of us, it's been a long process. I know for many of us, you feel like you have been in the dark you have been hidden you have been covered you feel like people don't see you no one's acknowledged you you feel overlooked you know you know you have a gift you know that you have um, an anointing you know you have a calling on your life but it just seemed like people just overlook you like you never get a call nobody ever calls you out nobody ever asks you to come you know and speak at the thing right and again, it's not even because you desire it, but you question because you may have seen other people that may not be as gifted or may not be gifted at all. And they, they get into these places and spaces, but you have to understand that everything ain't God, right? That the enemy has a way to look like he's blessing too or elevating or promoting. So we, we just have to be content with the season we're in because God is always, he is always working everything for our good but this is a season for some of us and this is again this is a right now this is not in my notes the word that he gave me this morning to release why he told me to come do the podcast this is right now what he's saying he's saying this is this is time for people to come forth to come out this is a time of people of the revealing right a great reveal is happening the veil has been torn we know the veil was torn when christ was crucified amen and we don't need a mediator to go before the father anymore on our behalf but the veil a lot of us have been behind like a veil and it's because god was protecting us he's been protecting this baby right when you have a child a baby an infant baby that baby is so vulnerable right that baby is so fragile that you have to really be very cautious. You can't just allow everybody to handle the baby. You can't really take your eyes off the baby. You That baby cannot fend for itself, right? You have to make sure you're feeding and nurturing and covering and you know um doing everything the baby needs you to do for it so you tend to stay in more you don't really go out you don't really allow everybody to come in you don't allow everybody to touch the baby because you don't want the baby to pick up some disease or some germs right and so it's just that's what god has been doing with us we've been like in a baby state where we've been in, in, in infancy maybe in our um process and what god has been doing to prepare us for him to release us to go forth because this is the season of release this is the time of release he has sent people out he has been really preparing you so he can he's going to elevate you you are going to be um the person that you will be sought after right people will call on you and ask you to speak at their um at their gatherings at their you know ministry you will get invitations to come speak at this conference and you will get to come speak you know um to this this women's conference this this convention you will be you will get invitations to go um internationally and go to other countries and minister 
minister or speak or prophesy or play music or whatever it is that your gift is, whatever you do, because all of the gifts are important and necessary for the um, edifying of the body. And so this is going to be a season of coming forth. This is a season of reckoning. This is a season of coming out. People are coming out. People are no longer going to be hidden. And some of you sisters, I know my sisters, we, we, this whole marriage spouse thing, we'll get to that. Okay. But this is the season where that that veil is going to is being removed and you will walk into that that destiny that God has for you. And so, amen, somebody take that, receive that, take it back to the father. But this is the season of coming out. Right. The, the Lord is saying that you are your process is complete. Going back to that part of what I was talking about of completion. Seven July was the seventh month. So God was completing things. You may experience a lot more warfare. You may experience a lot more challenges. You may experience like a lot more, you know, resistance. You may experience some things that feel like that you feel like maybe was a sign that it wasn't going to happen, that you weren't going to come out, that you wasn't going to be free, that you wasn't going to be healed, that you wasn't going to get out of poverty, that you wasn't going to get married, that you wasn't going to walk into your destiny, that you wasn't going to finish that book, that you wasn't going to do, right, see the restoration of your family, that that prodigal child wasn't going to come home. Whatever you've been believing God for, you know, whatever it is you you might feel like in the month of July that there was so much intensified warfare and there was so much in a, of an attack on the people of God on the body of Christ that 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 the enemy's agenda with that attack was also to blind us to keep us spiritually blinded to what God is doing because because we were in the month of completion because things were being completed your process was being completed God was completing the good work that he began in you that will that he will complete until the days of Christ Jesus God was completing some things and so the enemy wanted us to be so bombarded with frustration and discouragement and hopelessness that we would just give up so we wouldn't walk into this new beginning amen and so be encouraged beloved be be encouraged my sister my brother because god has completed it right and because god has completed it now you are about to be revealed now there's going to be an unveiling now there's going to be a breaking forth right now you will walk into that thing whatever the lord has been speaking to you about in that secret place whatever the lord has been revealing to you you will walk into it because this is now the transition, the crossing over, the crossover, right? We crossed over from July. Now we're into August. The crossover happened in the night hour in the same way. Israel, they was they made haste, you know, and it started in the night hour when God released the death angel that killed the firstborn of the Egyptians. It started at night, though. So a lot of things, there was a lot of spiritual activity um, last night and I, I had a, um, one of my close sisters text me this morning and she was like, I don't know what's happening, but I feel something in the spirit and, you know, there's been a shift and there was a lot of spiritual activity last night. She couldn't really sleep. And I said, hmm, that's interesting because I also sensed a lot of spiritual activity and I kept getting words and I had these dreams, right? And so I was like, hmm, that's confirmation. But the reason why that is, is because there was the crossover, 
and the enemy's last attempts to try to derail or destroy your destiny or the plans that God has for you has failed. You may don't think it failed because you may feel like you dropped the ball. You may feel like because you were having a temper tantrum, you grumbled, you complained, you know, you said some things out of emotion and all of the things, but you're still standing. You still stood for God. And because of that, God is saying surprises. Expect the unexpected. My God, this is not me. Trust me. I'm not about to get on here because I can't guarantee y'all nothing. <laughs> I'm not the Lord. I am not Holy Spirit. I'm not about to get on here to, to fill y'all up with just a message to tickle your ears. I don't got time for that. I got so much going on in my own life. I'm doing this, what the Lord has, what he's telling me to do. And I'm saying what I hear, period. And so I pray that you really, really receive this as this is for you, but you still take it back to the Lord and seek him for confirmation. Amen. But he's saying surprises, expect the unexpected. There has been a completion. Things have been completed. Your process has been completed. Your, your testing has been completed. Come on, somebody. God had to test what was in your heart. He had to see, will you stay faithful to the little when nobody see you, when nobody's listening to your, to, to your, uh, you know, to your YouTube channel or to whatever he might've told you to start when nobody, you know, is, is supporting you and coming to whatever events that, you know, or ministry stuff that you're doing when nobody really is really acknowledging you when you're not really getting this, the, 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 the momentum that you know in your heart you should have when when you're not when people are not really supporting what you're doing are you going to be faithful are you doing it because you want to be seen or are you doing it because you love God and see this is this is the Lord oh my gosh I feel the spirit of the Lord all on me so heavy right now guys listen I've done this podcast for two years straight I started in one of the worst seasons I was going through to that date, right? And I was very upset with God because I didn't want to have a podcast. I didn't want to have a podcast called Purity After Promiscuity. I didn't want to tell all my business. And I was going through a very, very hard time in life, right? And so it was just very inopportune. And I was scared because I'm like, who gonna listen to me? I don't know the first thing about a podcast. What am I supposed to do? I had like Moses, I had every excuse of why I couldn't do it. And it got to a point where I knew the confirmations was coming so quick. And so back to back, there was a part of me that knew if I chose not to do it, I was going to just be disobedient and rebellious. And so I submitted and I started it with nothing but a phone. No fancy equipment, no microphone, no headset, no converter, no computer, nothing. I started with just a phone with no audience. I don't even think at that time I even had social media because he took me off that. And so it made no sense. It made no sense. And then it's called purity after promiscuity. My God, who's going to listen to that? It made no sense, but I did it anyway. I did it and I started with nothing. I started with nothing, no followers, no supporters, no nothing. I started with nothing, but I stay committed to it. I don't have a large following. I don't have a lot of followers. I don't have a lot of people who, you know, stream and download. Like, yes, it has grown over these two years, but trust and believe is not what you think. It ain't like that. I, I just have this big old successful platform, right? No, but I've stayed faithful. 
in the moments I wanted to give up, in the moments I was frustrated, in the moments life is happening and I'm going through some of the worst of my life, like even in this last season, just the things that I was going through, but I stayed faithful. I stayed faithful. And see, God tests his people. He tests his product before he releases it, right? You don't know you have faith unless it's tested. And so he tested me to see what was in my heart. Am I only going to do this because I see these other podcasts and they got millions of followers? You know, they got sponsors. You know, they're making money. You know, you know, um, they're, you know, getting international, um, uh, you know, um, visibility, right? All of the things. Am I doing it because I just want to be seen because I just want to make a name for myself or am I doing it because I love God, right? He started having me get being on YouTube, the thing I didn't want to do. He started having me being on YouTube and to give sometimes the word of the Lord, give some encouragement, um, give some, you know, wisdom. Sometimes it's a prophetic word. And, you know, I was apprehensive, made every excuse why I didn't want to do it, but I started doing it anyway. I have all of right now, I think 11 subscribers. Um, I really had less than that before I started actually being consistent doing the videos because he told me to. And I still do them. I still get on there without having a bunch of people you know, subscribing and, and watching and viewing. When you are obedient in the little, this is what God is saying. Because you have been faithful with little, he will make you ruler over much. It is not in vain. He sees your faithfulness. He's seen how you stayed the course when nobody was supporting, when nobody was watching, when nobody was there, when nobody knew who you was. Because your heart is for God and not for people, it's not to be seen, it's not to make a name for yourself. You did it because God told you to. You did it out of obedience and your heart for the Father. And He is saying that he is rewarding you your time has come that he is about to reveal you unveil you he can trust you he knows that you're not just seeking after his hand but you're seeking after his heart he knows that you're not just trying to do it just to make a name or just to get fame or celebrity or because you're just trying to make money or because you're just trying to be somebody that you know have all these people you know coming after you and putting you high on a pedestal and and, and turning you into a god and worshiping you he knows that you're doing it because you love him and because you've been faithful over little he's going to make you ruler over much and he had to process and prepare you this is why july was so significant because it was the completion of the process and now that we have trans transitioned into eight the number uh of new beginnings into the eighth month he this is your time of your new beginnings this is the time of your new season your new life where you're going to go forth and doors will open for you where favor is going to be on you like never before where god is going to elevate you and promote you and take you to new dimensions in him and it's not because of you it is for his glory it is for his name it is for his purpose but this is what god is saying 
right now this is what he's doing you have done well you have done well you have been faithful over a little you have been faithful over that little ministry you have been faithful over your little family you have been faithful over that little prayer group you have been faithful over that little position at the company you've been faithful amen it ain't always about something that it has to do with ministry it's whatever god has given you to do whatever he has given you to to fulfill whatever the assignment he's entrusted you with no matter how small you've been faithful you've been faithful you thought it was for nothing you thought it was insignificant you thought it didn't matter you thought people didn't notice you more people notice than you think and it don't matter if nobody noticed god noticed you've got his attention and because you got his attention, he's coming with reward in hand because he rewards those that diligently seeks him. And he's going to come and he's going to make everything right for you again. And he's going to restore everything that you lost. And he's going to restore your fortunes. And he's going to repair the ruined cities. And he's going to repair the breaches, says the Lord. He's going to repay you back for everything that the caterpillar, the canker worm, the palmer worm, and the locust devour. He's going to repay you back for everything the thief has stolen. Amen. The thief is going to repay sevenfold. Here's that seven again. Completion. That's a full and complete payback, right? He's going to fulfill fully and completely going to pay you back for everything you lost. He know that you were mocked. He know you was ridiculed. He know people did you wrong. He know people acted unjustly towards you. He know people hurt and harmed you. He know people came against you. He know people sabotaged you. He know people plotted, you know, to, 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 to put you in a pit he knows that and you still stayed faithful unto him you still stay in his face you still stayed at his feet you still stay in righteousness you didn't repay evil for evil you still trusted him to avenge you to vindicate you to fight the battle you didn't take matters in your own hands you 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 brought your cares unto the lord you cast your cares onto him and he is going and he's going before you and he is going to fight the battle the battle is not yours it is the lord's and because he is fighting the battle for you that it's already won and now you're walking in a season of victory right this is your season of victory this you will rejoice there will be everlasting joy. Your morning will turn to dancing, okay? You, he will, he's going to take away that garment of heaviness and give you, you know, I mean, that spirit of heaviness and give you that garment of praise. He is going to give you the beauty for ashes. It is not fake. It is not just what you hear. It is not just words we read in the Bible. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And he is going to fulfill the word that he has spoke over your life whatever he has predestined whatever he has determined he's going to fulfill it because it is his word that's not returning back to him void that he has to watch his word to perform it when he send his word it does what he sends it to do it does not matter how long it takes it does not matter what it looks like god will not be mocked he will not be put to shame he's not going to be disgraced it is many a time that he spared israel despite their rebellion despite their disobedience despite their idolatry he spared them not because of them but for the sake of his own names and not to make himself a disgrace before the nations that saw him bring them out 
God is not going to allow himself to be mocked. He's not going to share his glory with an idol. He's not going to bring you to this place and allow you to just for you to perish. That is not so. God allows us to go through because we have to be processed. He has to get the things out of our heart that needs to get out. And he has to shape and mold our heart like the potter in order so in order for us to have the capacity and be able to and be able to hold what he's going to pour into our cup when psalm 21 it says that your he, your he anointed your head with oil and your cup runneth over but see your cup can't run over if it's already full of stuff he can't pour in if you're already full of things so he got to process that out so then he is able to pour in his spirit and he is able to pour in his his purpose and his plans for you and so then you will be able to walk out that destiny that he has for you and so this again this is not for everybody this is not something that i normally do on my podcast in particularly nor do i do it publicly at all this is something that because god uses real life experience when he at least for me and the way he works with my gift he is allowing me to be a sign for you he is allowing me to be a sign that when he said that this is the time of the unveiling this is the time of the release this is the time where the veil has been torn and now you're gonna he's gonna present you he is going to present you your gift is going to make room for you right because he's been processing you in secret he's been processing you behind the veil he's been doing things you know in darkness for this for this appointed time his kairos moment in his his calendar and this is the moment this is the day this is day one this is august 1st day one of many of our new beginnings again you got to know your times and your seasons you got to be able to know this is for you this if it's not for you it's okay we all have to go through the wilderness we all have to go through affliction the fire suffering for the preparation for the promised land it's okay you will get here if you stay the course if you stay faithful and obedient god tested israel we're no different than the children of israel we're now grafted in we are now his children we have the spirit of adoption we cry out abba father and he is a loving father who corrects those that he loves so we are going to be corrected in the same way he corrected the children of israel and he allowed them to experience things he allowed them to suffer he allowed them to go through the wilderness he allowed it why because he had a plan for them and it was for a hope and a future and to bring them into a, a good land a land flowing with milk and honey amen and you got to be able to handle that and it can't take your heart from him you can't begin to idolize the thing you have to stay knowing that god is the source and so god has to test you and see what's in your heart and that's why being faithful over little is so important yes it seemed little yes me starting my little podcast june 26 2021 with no followers no experience no social media no equipment absolutely nothing all i had was a word from god all i had was he gave me the title that's all i had and i had to do it in faith scared trembling shaking okay literally and I've been doing it ever since consistently. It's days I don't want to get on the podcast. It is days I don't want to do it. It is days I have no energy. I have no strength. I am spiritually drained. It is days, but I do it anyway. Not because of me. Because if it was because of me, I would have been jump ship. 
It is because I love God and I love his people and I want to be obedient to what he tell me. Am I perfect? No. Do I always get it right? No. But God's not looking for perfection. He's looking for the posture of your heart. And when you remained faithful because you stayed the course, because you endured, because you pushed past your feelings, you pushed past your pain, you pushed past your emotion, you pushed past your disappointment, you pushed past, you know, the rejection, you pushed past it all and you stayed faithful. God is rewarding you. God is rewarding you. The Lord is really, really speaking this morning. I don't know what he on today, but he on one, okay? And bless Tina. I pray if this is for you, girl, receive it. Take it back to the Lord. Take me back to the Lord. Rejoice, celebrate. One thing he said probably before you got on today, he just said surprises. He says surprises, expect the unexpected. And it's so funny because I don't do my podcast on no Tuesdays. I don't do my podcast on Tuesdays. I do my podcast Friday evenings, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard, Standard Time. But I woke up to two notifications back to back on my phone that said, record, do the podcast today. Do the podcast today. I said, it never, it never does that. Never. It never does that. I'm not even, I'm like, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, seriously. My notification to record a podcast episode only comes on a Friday. Because I set my notifications to remind me in case I'm busy or something, or even if I'm just having a down day, so it can, you know, ignite my faith to do it. So it's normally, it only does it on a Friday. Today's Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. I'm only here right now doing this out of obedience. I do not do podcast episodes called prophetic release ever, never do the prophetic flow. And a lot of the times when I do the podcast, yes, but I never do it with the intention to come and give a prophetic release. But because the spirit of the Lord is, it is so bold this morning and it is just such a, you just, I feel just such an anointing and just there's so much spiritual activity is so weighty in the spirit. The Lord has, he wants to speak expressly this morning to his people. And so this, this is totally unorthodox. This is a surprise. This is a surprise. My followers know, those that subscribe to the podcast know, me being here on a Tuesday morning, on a Tuesday period, is a surprise. It is unexpected. I did not wake up this morning thinking I was coming to do a podcast. It is unexpected. So when God says surprises, expect surprises and expect the unexpected, he's serious. Now, I don't know what that may look like in your life. I don't even really know what else that may look like in my life, but God said it. And so it's so, amen. And so there is an actual word that he gave me this morning before I um, came on to do the podcast that I have to release because this was the original reason why, but then I I got on and the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord just began to move and to be flowing. And so I totally yield myself to Holy Spirit to have his way. He can do whatever he want to do on this podcast. This podcast is totally submitted unto God, period. So the Holy Spirit had a lot to say to y'all and I pray it blessed y'all. But there is something else. Um, there's a two-part word that the Lord gave me this morning. Um, it's a warning 
And then it's also a word of blessing and encouragement. So um, because God is a God of balance, right? He's a God of balance and he's a God of justice. And so this morning I came across a word that he gave me on March 23rd, 2023. So the date on my, um, in my journal says 323, 2023. And so when I, looked up 23 in the Strong's Concordance on that day because I knew he was speaking specifically about 23 because I seen it twice in the date and I'm like okay Lord so I I looked it up in the Strong Concordance and in the Hebrew is a Abasaf or Abasaf I can't pronounce it right right but A B I Y A C A P H and it means my father has gathered and that's in the Strong's Concordance in Hebrew. It means my father has gathered. So there's a gathering that's taking place right now. God is gathering his people. God is gathering the righteous. God is gathering his chosen ones, right? He is gathering his people together because there is a great separation that is taking place where there's a separation going on between the sheep and the goats, between the righteous, the unrighteous, um, you know, between those that are for God and who are not, right? And so there is a gathering. God is gathering his children, his people in order to really cover us because of the judgment that is going to take place in the earth um, because of all of the wickedness, right? We, anybody with eyes can see that we are in a time where you see a heightened level of evil, of wickedness, of perversion, of rebellion, of idolatry. We see it, right? It's everywhere. No longer are they doing these things behind the scenes. They're like up front in your face, right? It's everywhere. And because the Lord has been giving people opportunities to repent, he has been warning. He has been sending his his, his vessels, his prophets to, to warn people, to get them to turn away, to repent, to come back to him. And they just have not. So God now is gathering up his the righteous. He is gathering up his people in order if we to cover us. That's why you have to be obedient. Obedience is key. When God is asking you or telling you to separate, oh my gosh, this big, beautiful butterfly literally just, literally just flew past. That's interesting. Uh, God speaks, right? He does. Um, if God is telling you to separate from someone, I don't care who it is. If he's telling you to separate, if he's telling you to leave your job, if he's telling you to leave your city, if he's telling you to leave your family, if he's telling you to leave the ministry, if he's telling you to leave the friend, if he's telling you to leave the boyfriend, the girlfriend, I don't care what it is. I ain't saying it's going to be easy. You got to go to the Lord and ask him to give you the strength to do it because this, this is not easy, right? Because a lot of times it's going to be people we love. It is going to be people we like, but we understand that Jesus said, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword, right? I'm good. There will be a separation even among family. He said that there will be a separation against, you know, father and son, mother and daughter-in-law, mother and daughter, meaning the gospel, those of us that have made a choice. So this goes back to the other part of 23. 23 also means if you, if you look in, look at it in the Hebrew gematria because there's not really numbers in the Hebrew is the numbers really um, coincide to a alphabet to a letter in the alphabet and so what 23 also means um, according to the Hebrew gematria the positive side means resurrection life right resurrection life it means life 
but on the negative side it means death things that do not bring life so in in the old testament god told the children of israel i set before you the door right the door to life or death the blessing or the curse you choose right because we have free will we have the ability to make the choice and depending on what we choose just like joshua told the children of israel in joshua um 24 he said choose thee this day to whom you're going to serve you can choose to serve the gods of over the the jordan the gods of egypt the egyptian gods or the gods of your father terah which happened to be abraham's father or you can serve the lord but as for me and my house that's where that famous scripture comes from Joshua 24 and 15, then he, but he lets them know he's already made a choice. He said, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. So when you look at 23 and we're in the year 2023, 23 is all about the choice that we are making. When we choose Christ, when you choose Jesus, you're choosing, choosing life because he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the resurrection. So when you choose Yeshua, Yamashia, when you choose King Jesus, he is the life, resurrection life. You will receive life. And, and so, you know, the Bible tells us in Romans, Eight that when you throw, I think it's eight. When you choose, when you sow to the spirit, you reap life, right? We receive eternal life when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior because He's the only way to the Father. He's the door. So when you walk through the door of Jesus, you're walking into the door of life. So if you are one of those who are in right standing with the Father, you're operating and walking in righteousness, holiness, you're obedient. Even if you feel like you may have gotten off course, you can repent you can repent but know that when you when you are on the righteous side and you have chosen god that you will receive resurrection life you'll receive life there will be life there will be fruitfulness there will be freedom you know and you have to speak life right but on the flip side if you choose not to walk in the ways of the lord then we're making a choice to choose death. And that's where we'll see a death of things. It may not just be a physical death where people will die, but in this coming judgment that is coming upon the earth, people are going to die. Um, unfortunately, we're going to see another plague. COVID was just the precursor, right? That was the warning to the people. That was a global warning for people, for nations, right? For countries, for continents, for people, the masses to come back to God. That was God's merciful judgment saying, I'm not going to take everybody out. You have to understand the context of, of what COVID was because the Spanish flu, aka purple death, it killed 50 million people. There was only 500 million people in the entire world. So it killed about 10% of the population. And when it came to the United States, it killed 675,400 U.S. citizens, which made up 14% of the nearly 4.7 million fatalities that have been reported worldwide. So globally, it was only 4.7 million people, right, that died during COVID. But COVID killed 675,400 U.S. citizens would made up 14% of that death toll. But the U.S. population is only 4.2% of the global population. Let me say that again. The U.S. population globally, we only make up 
4.2% of the global population. But the people that died during COVID in the U.S. alone made up 14% of the deaths of the death toll. So that lets us know that even the United States as a nation really had a judgment against it, right? Because how can you have more of a percent of people die globally than you represent globally in the in the entire globe? And the Spanish flu killed about 33% of the world's population and killed about 50 million people. But it killed 50 million people, but there was only 500 million people. And so it was a worse plague, but we're going to see another plague that is going to be comparable to even the spent that's going to probably be worse than COVID, the Spanish flu is going to be something we never seen, right? So do your research. I kind of just did some quick research this morning. That's where I got those numbers from. It's public knowledge. Um, you can see for yourself and you can look and you can even compare COVID to the Spanish flu, aka Purple Death, just to see the impact it had on the U.S., on your nation, wherever you're from, and on the globe. And again, anytime we see something that is global and it hits every nation in the world, that is a judgment against the entire world, right? And because God is a God of justice, right? And again, these are not messages we like to hear. We only want to hear the things that feel good. We only want to hear the things that sound good. But those of us who have been given the mandate to release these words, we will be, we will receive judgment if we don't be obedient because God is warning the people. God is not wanting to destroy the people. God is not wanting people to perish. His word says that he wished that none shall perish and all come to repentance. But we all have to make a choice. And so 23 has a negative side and a positive side, which most all numbers in the Hebrew gematria do. However, it's about the choice. You're either going to choose death or you're going to choose life. The door has been set before you. Jesus Christ, receiving Jesus is a free gift that you have to receive. You have to receive and then you have to choose to live righteously. You have to choose to live in obedience unto the Lord. You have to make that choice. And when you do, it's not that you won't have suffering and affliction, but when it's all said and done, you will have resurrection life and you will be spared from some of the things that will happen that will be a judgment to others. You even can look at in the book of Exodus, were the children of Israel when that judgment of death, when the death angel was sent against to be a judgment against Egypt, what did God do? He told his people, put the blood of the, you know, of the lambs, put the blood on the doorposts. So that way you will be covered. You will be protected and the death angel will pass over you and you won't receive that judgment. And so this is a warning. Uh, God is trying to Get us to cover ourselves in the blood. What does that mean? Well, when we receive Jesus Christ, we are now under the new covenant, right? We are under the covenant and new covenant. We're saved by grace through faith, right? Through the blood, through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And so when we are covered under the blood, when we have received Christ through the new covenant, then we are um, under the protection of God, right? But if we choose not life or we don't choose Christ, then we are choosing death, whether we know that or not. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. And so um, I'm going to read Romans 1, 28, 32 really quickly, because that kind of gives more of a description and context to 
um, the things that bring death, right? The things, the sins or the, the things that some of the things uh, that are causing the Lord to release judgment upon the earth, right? Um, because again, it's not that God is evil or he's not cruel or he's not mean. He has given so much opportunity, so much opportunity, so much time for people to get it right, to come back to him because he's merciful and he's loving. And when we don't come back to him, we, we choose, we make a choice and the choice has a consequence, right? And so Romans 1, 28 through 32 in my Bible, it reads, and because they did not think it worthwhile to acknowledge God, God delivered them over to a worthless mind to do what is morally wrong. They are filled with all unrighteousness, evil, greed, and wickedness. They are full of envy, murder, quarrels, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, arrogant, proud, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, and unmerciful. Although they know full well God's just sentence that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but even applaud others who practice them. So you let, let that sink in. Um, and even go study that. Romans 1, 28 through 32, study that and really look at that. And that's like a description of some of these, you know, um, sins that has come up before the Lord, right? And depending on your translation, it may say a reprobate mind. It may, you know, use other words, but the context is still the same. You know, children, disobedient to parents, we see that. You know, arrogant, proud, we see that. You know, God haters, people who worship other gods, right? Idolatry, we see that. People who are unloving and merciful, merciful, we see so much evil, so much wickedness, so much you know, cold hearted things that are happening in this world, right? We see a lot of evil. We see a lot of greed, uh, murder. We see murder. We see death. We see chaos. We see destruction everywhere. So this scripture is really, you know, giving us a description of the, of the time we're living in currently. And because of these sins that are great, they're innumerable. So it's not one or two. It is the masses. It is the multitude. It is, it is a lot, you know, that has come up before the Lord. The Lord in his righteousness and the Lord in his justice has to bring judgment. And when God brings his judgment, he also brings a cleansing and he cleanses the nation or he cleanses the earth from sin. And how does he do that? A lot of times he has to do that through destruction, through calamity, right? He allow things like plagues. He allow things like sickness, disease. He allow, you know, things to happen where people perish. And is it sad? Absolutely. Is it, you know, something that you think God takes delight in? Absolutely not because God doesn't want none to perish. But when we are operating out of a evil and wicked heart and we refuse to repent and we just are disobedient and rebellious, that will continue to infect the rest of the nation and affect the rest of the world. So if God does not intervene, this whole entire earth will be like in the days of Noah, where he had to take the whole earth out and only save eight people. So we can't think that these things that I'm saying, and I've, I know other people are saying, talking about judgment is not true and cannot and will not happen. God is a God of balance. He's a God of justice, right? A God of judgment and a God of restoration. And the thing about God is he's able to judge 
and restore at the same time. So when the gathering takes place, the people, the righteous ones are going to receive restoration, amen? And it's gonna be the unrighteous that will receive judgment and it will be happening simultaneously, right? And so again, I know this may not be a word that nobody want to hear. It started off with a great, amazing, blessed word. I, I see people have checked off, you know, the live because I started talking to judgment. But whether you like it or not, whether you want to hear it or not, it's going to happen. And either you can receive the word of the Lord and take it back to him and get confirmation and move accordingly. Or you can just be caught off guard or you could just be, you know, kind of just overtaken when it happens. And that's not what God wants for you. This is why he will send his vessels to speak and, and give wisdom and to give warning to the people, right? Because he doesn't want no one to get caught in the crossfire of what is going to happen. It is going to happen. It is not me saying it. I don't wish it. I don't, you know, it ain't nothing that I desire to see. I don't want to see people hurt. I don't want to see people harmed. I don't want to see people die. I don't want to see people, you know, experience some kind of affliction and suffering. I don't. But God, I, if people choose, they making a choice. What can we do? We can pray, but there are sometimes it's at a point where our prayers are not going to change it. When God continues to speak something over and over, that's a, that's a declaration that it's sealed. It's going to happen. And he's been speaking to me about judgment for years, honestly, even before COVID. And he let me know that before COVID, we were in the period of mercy before judgment. Had we as a nation, had the nations repented, we probably wouldn't have seen COVID. But that's another word for another day. Um, but he's been speaking about judgment since last year, for sure. And even this year, I have other words that I have written down that he has released. And even these last days, since the 29th of July, he has constantly been speaking about judgment and giving me scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture and even confirming it over and over again every day. So he's serious about it. But he's also serious about being merciful and, you know, um, covering his people, right? He's also serious about showing mercy to those who will repent. Even if you do know that you're one of those ones who are in, you know, that not are in right standing or not that's in, you know, a lifestyle of sin or, you know, you're rebelling against the Lord and you're doing all some of these things that was mentioned in um, Romans 1, 28 to 32. You can repent. Repent. It's like John the Baptist preached, repent, turn back to the Lord for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, turn back to the Lord for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, turn back to the Lord for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You can repent. My sister, my brother, whoever listens to this, don't check off. Don't, don't, you know, cut it off because you get to this point because even if it's not for you even if you know you're in right standing you're a righteous one to god be the glory but if you know you got people that you know people in your family people in your friend group send it to them let them receive the word so they can have an opportunity to repent because god does not desire to see people perish but if people do not repent we will see judgment take place in this earth so that was that part of the word right and also too, um, one more thing about that word, those who are on the righteous side, that those of us that have chosen life, that have chosen the Lord, um, this is really a time that we really want need to walk in the presence of God. Um, and we really need to make sure that we, um, our faith is just 
really rooted and grounded in the Lord. You know, that we are, we're really seeking him. You know, we're staying in a place of prayer, you know, time of consecration, you know, just really seeking the Lord um, like never before. Um, as we are entering into this time in this new season, you know, there there's going to be things that's happening simultaneously. Like I just said, we're going to see judgment and we're going to see restoration. Judgment is going to come to those unrighteous ones and restoration is going to come to the righteous ones. Amen. And so, yeah, take it back to the Lord. You can read um, when you, if you want more, um scripture to go with that word um for the negative side um for the unrighteous you can read romans 1 28 through 32 you can read um luke 23 23 um because that root that word crucify him when as they were saying it that word equals to the word death so it was it was like death 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 when they were saying crucify him crucify him when they were talking about king jesus they're talking about our lord and savior it's like they were saying death death you know so again you know being crucified death dying you know it's it's just another and, and that's luke 23 23 and you can also look um at romans 6 and 23 those are all scriptures that may um that will reference you know death you know or you know um destruction and things and, and judgment or things of that nature um and so this is the year for us to choose either death or life again the father has set the door before us we get to make the choice we have free will we're either going to choose life or choose death the blessing or the curse um and for the positive side you guys can um for the and for the righteous ones and to see you know um more confirmation just on like the restoration and the blessing that comes with being a righteous one you can read zechariah 8 23 matthew 1 23 and psalm 23 um and you are you can actually um pray psalm 23 every day like you can pray psalm 23 over your family over yourself every day right but those are um correlating scriptures that correlates with the number 23 that um speaks to both sides whether it's the side about death or the side about um life and again this is this is you know common knowledge right if you you can look on youtube and look up other videos of other people you know giving a prophetic word or you know giving a teaching or context on the meaning of that word and you're going to see that people are going to say it either means life or death or people are going to you know give um prophetic word or prophetic um teaching on both right but that is the reality of what god is speaking right now in this hour um i know i'm not the only one many people are speaking it as well take heed have an ear to hear what the spirit of the lord is saying right um so yeah and so back to a lighter note <laughs> another great word that the lord is um saying also today in this hour like i said the number 23 in the strong's concordance in the hebrew means my father has gathered and so i talked about um initially in the other part of the word where he's gathering the righteous ones there's also another gathering that's taking place um and that is um in reference to marriage right um god is bringing people together god is you know um aligning people you know with their spouses um you know with their god ordained spouse with the one that he has you know spoken to them about he is um you know aligning these marriages for his purpose and his plan um and so and for some reason um <laughs> i have on this um on this journal entry that I wrote on 3 23 2023. So this is a word that he gave me back in March that I'm just not releasing. 
um, it says at the top, it is time for the wedding, the travail. So when you think of the travail, the travail is the groaning, right? It is the groaning. It is the moaning. It is like that time in the labor where the baby is crowning, is coming out. You know, you experience in the, all the pressure. You may experience the ring of fire and you really got to bear down and push, right? And you might have to, you know, let out a groan or a scream or a moan because, you know, it's, it's taken a lot for you to push this thing out. And so it is time for the wedding and the travail. So a lot of the warfare, has been a coming against a lot of us because of our wedding because of the marriage that god has preordained for us and so there's been a lot of attacks a lot of warfare um you know you've been dealing just with so much um when it comes to you know you coming together being gathered together with that with with your god ordained spouse um and you've been going through a travail you know you've been doing a, probably a lot of prayer and fasting you know a lot of crying out to the lord you know just a lot of warfare and that is because it was about to be birth and so the next thing that i have wrote on here is the two becoming one so again, that is the gathering together. That is the merging of two individuals now becoming one flesh. We know it tells us um, in Genesis 2 um, that uh, might be 2 and 25 that for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother's house and is joined to his wife and they, be, and they become one flesh. No longer are they two, but one right so again it's the gathering together of marriages gathering together um of god ordained spouses kingdom marriage whatever you want to call it supernatural marriage whatever it's just the fact that god has orchestrated some of and designed um a lot of our marriages and it's for a purpose it's for a specific purpose there is a blessing there's a grace um there's an assignment on the covenant it's not for us necessarily it's not for our happiness necessarily it is for his glory it is for what he is about to do through the earth because there is a special grace on covenants. Um, and there's a special grace on two because the Bible says one can put a thousand to flight, two could put ten thousands. In Ecclesiastes 4, 9, and 12, it talks about the benefit of two. Two is better than one for two get a good reward for their labor, amen? And so there is a special grace on multiplication or on two. So as you're coming into your kingdom marriage, as you're, as you're being merged together, as God is gathering you together, it is for a particular assignment. It is for a particular purpose that God is going to use you and your spouse to do in the earth. There is a grace on two. One can put a thousand to flight. Two can put ten thousands. Two get a good reward for their labor. Two can fight off the enemy together. A three-strand cord, which means the two with God in the center is not easily broken. And so for these marriages, all the, the time of warfare, the time of travail, the time of you know fighting, the time of resistance is ending. And there will be a gathering together of merging the two becoming one. This is the word of the Lord. This ain't Janelle. I don't deliver um, words on kingdom marriage. Now he gives me a lot of words on kingdom marriage, but I just have never, he's never had me publicly deliver one. I do deliver them to people that I, that I know or whatever, but this is the first time the Lord has had me publicly, um, deliver a word. And this is based on a word he gave me March, March 23rd. Um, but he's telling, he's saying that he's gathering together. The two are becoming one. 
and then um he's talking also about a birthing right and that's this is also in this word and it says this is what the lord says in isaiah 66 2 i will look favorably on this kind of person one who is humble submissive in spirit and trembles at my word so there is a favor that is coming on those of us who are humble submissive in spirit and that tremble at his word the fear of the lord right the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the lord and so you know you're going to see a lot of favor right just like ruth had a lot of favor with um with boaz right and it talked esther it talked about how she had all this favor with everybody who she came before right she had favor you know with um haggy haggai or haggai um the eunuch she had favor with other people she had favor ultimately with the king there was a lot of favor on her and uh, there was also favor on ruth to the point ruth had to ask boaz like why do you why are you so kind to me why why do i find so much favor with you right so you're going to find that as you're being aligned with your kingdom spouse and as you're being aligned with your destiny that there will be a lot of favor there's going to be some uh, just favor all on you that the lord's just going to favor you and you're going to be favored with anybody and everybody especially with your spouse right you're going to have a lot of favor because boaz ended up being ruth's spouse now she didn't know in the moment and but he had she had so much favor with him um Esther ended up being the one that King, you know, Xerxes chosen. She had, and he, she just had a lot of favor with him, right? And it was because they, these women, they were humble, submissive in spirit, and they trembled at the Lord's word. Even though in the book of Esther, the Lord is not mentioned, you clearly can see a reverence, an honor, and a obedience to the word of the Lord. She obeyed the authority that was above her. She obeyed basically how the Lord was speaking to her through people that he placed over her right um ruth obeyed naomi she obeyed she was obedient to the instructions naomi gave her and so she obeyed the word of the lord that came through that authority so because of obedience because of being humble and submissive in spirit your favor the favor that's about to be on your life is going to be like something you never seen right read the book of ruth read the book of esther so you can really get an idea again this ain't me this not me just trying to make you feel good or give you a, a word that sound nice because i know a lot of times especially as women even us brother the brothers excuse me want to hear about marriage you know those of us that desire marriage um but this is that season we are in eight we're in new beginnings so you got new beginnings happening you got new life and then new life is going to become um you know covenant there's going to be a new new covenants coming forth the two are going to be coming one and the lord has already been confirming this word because i just got uh a call yesterday about two people who got secretly married and and they they just started dating not even two months ago and they didn't already got married um and then somebody their sibling got married just a pop-up wedding just out of nowhere got married the day after they got married and this stuff just happened like last week or the week before so um i've been hearing about people just marriages marriages i've been hearing about quick marriages that's another word a lot of these um god ordained or god orchestrated marriages will happen really quickly and that's how you're going to know it's god because um god has already been preparing you god is some for some of us he's told you who your spouse is he's identified the person the person knows you know he's already revealed you to them by the spirit they know you by the spirit they know you by your heart so everything they need to know about you god has already been revealing it to them they've already been watching you in secret and they haven't been saying anything you know and and god is so 
there's not a need for a courtship, right? There's not a need for a long time of dating because everything that is necessary, God has already been working it out. God has already been speaking to the man of God. He's already been speaking to us daughters. And so when that, when it, when he joins, when that merging takes place, that there's going to be a supernatural acceleration on it because it ain't going to be no need to have to date, to figure things out, to figure out who this person is. Is this the one you're going to know that, you know, like when, when, when Rachel, when Rebecca, excuse me, saw Isaac and the servant told her who Isaac was. Isaac had no idea what had what ha happened. He had no idea that a wife was on the way. And yet, and still, when he when he was when it was revealed to him who she was, he immediately received her. Right? He immediately received her. He immediately accepted her. He ain't be like, okay, well, let me date her and see and find out if I like her. It says he he immediately loved her and he took her into his mother's tent. So he immediately received her. So it will be like that. Like they're going to be some, some swift, some quick supernatural marriages taking place. And, and so when you, if that happens to you, to God be the glory. It's, it's the word of the Lord. And it's because of this timing we're in, right? Time is speeding up because the time is short. We know Jesus is returning. So there's some things that God has put an acceleration on and kingdom marriage in this season, especially is, is one of them. So receive that, but take it back to the Lord um, and take me back to the Lord and just make sure that that word is for you. Also, again, talking about labor and birth and um, sons. So a lot of us, number one, this is this is twofold. So this is a spiritual and a literal giving birth. So some of us will get married and then get pregnant quickly. Some of us will give birth to sons, right? And son. And where that word is coming from is Isaiah 66. Um, where it talks about, you know, Zion giving birth to her son, got Zion giving birth to her son. She birthed a son without labor. You know, before she was in labor, Zion gave birth to a son. So what I have wrote down here is there is a birthing. A birthing is taking place. It is, it's a travail. The war, the warfare has intensified because another dimension of glory is being birthed. Zion will bring forth her son. Zion will bring forth her sons and it will be for a sign and a wonder. And again, you can find that in Isaiah 66. So you will give birth. Some of us will get married quickly. Like it will be almost like an overnight, just like a, such a very quick accelerated marriage. And that's again, because God has already done everything behind the scenes. Everything that you needed to know about your God-ordained spouse, God revealed it to you by the Spirit. Everything your spouse needed to know about you, God revealed it to you by the Spirit. And everything else, as you are walking out your marriage, you will learn. And so there will be accelerated marriages and there also will be accelerated um, pregnancies. People will get pregnant. People will give birth, birth sons. Some people will have twins, multiples. Um, but again, it's all for a purpose. It's all for a purpose and a plan, right? And so you just got to, you know, take it back to the Lord if you know that's you or maybe he's already been speaking to you about, you know, pregnancy, about birthing. You know, again, you know, you just have to make sure that you know that that is for you and that you don't receive it just because it sounds good. Amen. And I also, it will be for a sign and a wonder. I wrote that again. So these things are going to happen for a sign and a wonder. And especially for women who have been told, or even men who have been told that you cannot conceive. God is the God who opens barren wombs. Amen. 
and you can read the story of Hannah. You can read the story of Sarah, right? You it's, it's many, uh, multiple women in the Bible who were barren, right? Their womb was shut up and then God opened their womb. And so it will be for a sign and a wonder. So these marriages, they're going to be supernatural, God-ordained marriages. There'll be a lot of favor on, on the life, especially the life of the um of the wife of the woman she'll receive a lot of favor with her husband she'll going to receive a lot of favor with people um and then there will be a lot of people will conceive quickly there will be quick pregnancies and people will give birth to sons they will give birth to a son there will be multiples um people will give birth to and so um that's the practical part the spiritual part is that a part of that is again you know giving birth to the destiny right giving birth to the purpose and the plan that god has placed on you so when you come together with your god godly spouse um in, in your marriage you will give birth to your purpose you will give birth to the destiny that god has ordained for you so there's going to be a spiritual birthing so please don't you know fret or don't be discouraged if you feel like oh well i don't even want to have kids or you know whatever the case may be it's not just about a physical pregnancy and giving birth um we all are we all are going to or should be giving birth spiritually um whether we are in our god-ordained marriage or not whether we want to be married or not um we should be giving birth to the things that god has placed in our our heart and you know the destiny and the plans that the lord have for us we should be fruitful the bible has commanded us we were commanded in the garden of eating to be fruitful and to multiply and that's not a just a physical thing it's a spiritual thing you should be bearing fruit spiritually you should be bearing the fruit of the spirit right you should be bearing things in you know you should be bringing forth things in the spirit realm and so even in these marriages and those for you who don't desire marriage it still applies to you because you should still be giving birth spiritually to something you should be birthing out purpose you should be birthing out destiny you should be you know birth birthing out whatever god has placed inside of you amen so whoo the Lord had a lot to say. The Lord had a lot to say today. I know we we received some amazing, encouraging, beautiful words. And then there was also a word of judgment in there. Um, again, God, he's a balanced God. He's a God of balance. He's just. And so God is always going to do things um, decently and in order. And he's always, you know, going to do things um, in righteousness, right? And so when he's doing something on one side, he's going to be doing something on the other. So while there may be judgment taking place, there still will be restoration and blessings and, you know, good things and marriages and babies and birthings and destiny and purpose and all of the things, healings and deliverances and you name it, amen, that will be taking place for those who are righteous and in right standing, those that have chosen to follow the Lord and the ways of the Lord. So again, take every word. If you feel like every word applied to you, that's wonderful. Still take it to God. If you feel like maybe only one part of this word applies to you, still take it to God. It is God. It is his word. And it, it is him who can confirm it for you. And it is him who can give you more revelation in, into it, right? And so um, be encouraged, be at peace. And again, if you do find yourself being one of those that are not in right standing with God and may have, you know, gotten into a backsliding state or gotten into a place of, you know, idolatry, rebellion, or, you know, into some kind of worldly, um, into some kind of worldly behavior, you, you can repent, 
you know, repent and turn back to the Lord for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So I pray that this bless you. Um, as always, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you. I pray that the Lord will make his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you and grant you his peace. And just know your past does not define you. It develops you and you are worthy.